All Things Inclusive is a podcast about everything that has to do with diversity and inclusion. As society is getting more diverse every day, companies, brands, and organizations try to find effective ways to reach and include this diversity in their structures. Sometimes they succeed, sometimes they don't. All Things Inclusive is a podcast for CEOs, managers, HR professionals, marketeers, and everyone else that wants to move forward in this area. Your host is Hanan Shaluki, entrepreneur and inclusive strategist. Hi there, and welcome to All Things Inclusive. This is the very first episode, and I figured it's always nice to know who you're listening to. So I'm going to start by introducing myself and share a little more about my personal and professional background and why I started this podcast in the first place. So my name is Hannah Shaluki. When I meet people for the first time, they usually ask me how to pronounce my first name. So Belgians usually say Hanan. Native English speakers say Hanan, and Arabs pronounce it as Hanan. The truth is, I find it a tricky question because I grew up with my family calling me Hanan and everyone else calling me Hanan. So when I started working in an international environment, I learned that every language has their own way of pronouncing it. I even made it to Czech television once where I was called Hanan Shalukiova. <laughs> I love that. I usually say that as long as the letters are put in the right order, I don't really mind how it is pronounced. So Hanan, Hanan, Hanan is all good to me. I'm 29 years old. I was born in Antwerp in Belgium, and I graduated seven years ago with a master's degree in communication sciences. It's a study that I didn't actually choose because of a huge passion or something. I didn't really know what I wanted to do or who I wanted to become. I just really liked the courses this study offered, and I decided to just go with it, give it a try. But it didn't take me long to find the entire industry really fascinating. Whether it was advertising or media, I love the idea of creating something, communicating a message with it, touching people because of the use of certain words or objects or images. But there was one thing that bothered me at university. And when I graduated, it bothered me even more. Why was communications, marketing, media not reflecting my world, the people surrounding me? So in my final year at university, it was mostly the imaging around Muslim minorities that I found very frustrating. This was 2015, a lot was going wrong in the world, and Muslims seemed to be blamed for most of it. And being a young, visible Muslim woman, if you're only being confronted with negative images of people that you're supposed to feel some kind of a connection with based on a shared faith, that's really hard. And I decided it was time for some positive stories. And that's how I started with uh, the platform Muslim.com. It was the first entrepreneurial thing I did, I think. And it was an amazing adventure. So the idea was to create a media platform where Muslim millennials could claim their own narrative, write about what the topics they found important, which people they valued, which people they looked up to. And I remember... I remember vividly writing the first viral article myself. It was my birthday. I turned 23 and I was working on a piece about Kadra Mohammed, the first police woman wearing a headscarf in Minnesota. So I picked up the story on a small local blog and it was already a year old back then. So it was a year old when I found the story, but I found it so inspiring that I decided to do something with it. And then the article got published on my birthday, May 16th, 2015. One month after the launch of Muslim, 
And suddenly it was being shared like crazy, more than 500,000 times. And that for me was the sign that lots of people needed this diverse and positive stories that they could maybe recognize themselves in. It was my first big confrontation with the positive effects of diversity in the media. And people were hooked. <laughs> I got so many positive feedback and I even got listed as one of Forbes 30 under 30 inspiring entrepreneurs of the future, which was a great honor when I was only 25 years old and something that I, I really think I could barely grasp by then. But Muslim did very well, became an international platform that reached millions of people. And after five years, I decided it was time to pass it on. And I sold it to a London media company, Min Agency, that would be able to take it to the next level. Meanwhile, I was already wrapped up in a new adventure because only six months after Muslim launched, I was receiving lots of questions from businesses, media companies, uh, government departments that wanted to know how I did what I did. And they were mostly intrigued by Muslim because it contained different elements that they were looking for. The diversity was being approached in a positive way and they wanted to learn how to do that too. So my next step was the creative agency Aliens. In a way, it was just another experience for me, experiment for me to see if I could make a difference in the marketing industry as well. But after five years of running Aliens, I have to be honest and say that I'm still not sure if I did. I was running all kinds of campaigns, developing strategies for a variety of clients, but I was also often doing work that someone else could have done just as easily, probably better. <laughs> and I mostly got general questions that somewhere had something to do with inclusion, but it wasn't the core business of what I was doing. And I wanted to change that because it was really the one thing that got me excited to work on something. The idea that I could make a difference because I had learned throughout the years how to do that. That was one of the reasons why I quit the agency, sold my shares to my business partner, and decided to look for focus. And it might come as a surprise, but I found that focus when the COVID pandemic hit Belgium the first time in the spring of 2020. And I started to think about what is it that I want to achieve based it on my personal mission, which had already been clear to me for a while now, more inclusion, more diversity, and in marketing communications to begin with, but outside that area as well. I had worked on this topic. I was fascinated by the way inclusion could improve somebody's life, whether it is somebody walking past a billboard and finally recognizing themselves in it, or a coworker who understands and respects your background story. Inclusion is something that creates an impact. And I realized that's what I really wanted to do. So I started over with Inclusified. Diversity and inclusion became my core business, developing strategies that could improve brands, companies, organizations in this area. And it could be a marketing issue, it could be a, an HR issue or something completely different. And I would try to solve it based on the vision, the concepts, and the strategies that I have created in these past years. But most importantly, I don't do it alone. There are tons of agencies and consultants that do great work in their fields, but just don't know how to make it more inclusive. So I love to partner up with others to deliver something that we can all be proud of and that we can both learn from. I find sharing knowledge and expertise with others very important. There's no use in people keeping their insights on inclusion to themselves. We have to learn from expertise. We have to learn from good practices from others, definitely in regards to inclusion. In April of 2021, I wrote a book called Inclusive Communication, for now only available in Dutch, but I'm working on that. 
And in my book, I've put together all the important basics and principles on inclusive communication. And this podcast, All Things Inclusive, is also part of that story. There's so much I want to share on this topic. There's so much happening in the diversity and inclusion area, and I know that lots of people want to learn. I hope I can be helpful here too by sharing what I've learned and what I'm still learning. Now, I've already shared quite a lot about myself, at least about my journey uh, so far. So let's see what, what else is there. I'm also a guest lecturer at Odyssey in Brussels, where I teach communication strategy and content creation to graduate students. It's a job I absolutely love. Going to Brussels once a week to connect with my students is probably one of the things I miss most in 2020. I'm also the vice president of the Belgian Association of Marketing, where we focus on making marketing more meaningful, which goes perfectly with my inclusive mission. And I'm an independent board member of Flanders Investment and Trade. Another thing I have to share is that this is not my first podcast. In May of 2020, I launched What Will, meaning what she wants in Dutch. It's a podcast where I interview an ambitious woman, an entrepreneur, an activist, a manager that I look up to, and I ask her questions about how she got where she got. I really lacked a network when I started out as an entrepreneur, and I hope in this way, I can make it easier for, other, for others like me to learn about the do's and don'ts in their professional career. So that was my first podcast, two seasons, 42 episodes in total, almost 30,000 downloads already. I'm really proud of that. And I created the second season in a partnership with Zalando, who just like me, wanted to share, wanted to inspire people to go for their goals. Now, I've rambled on for a while. What can you expect from this podcast? All Things Inclusive is supposed to be about diversity and inclusion from many different perspectives. That means some episodes will be about basic elements, explaining concepts or ideas that are important for everyone to grasp. In other episodes, I'm going to really dive into certain strategies or campaigns that others can learn from. I'm not going to do this alone, alone all the time. Some episodes will be just me. Others will be with uh, DNI experts, managers, brands I've worked with in the past or companies that are very new to this topic. The most important thing is that it's going to be as accessible as possible so that everyone can get a chance to learn about diversity and inclusion. Also important to add, some episodes will be in English, others will be in Dutch. If it's just me, it's probably going to be in English because I like to reach as many people as possible. But if I invite a guest and they feel more comfortable speaking Dutch, I want to have that option too. So I think I've introduced myself and all things inclusive properly for now. And I'm sure you'll find out a lot more as this podcast progresses. For now, I just want to add that if you feel like you have something to say about diversity or inclusion, please do reach out to me. This is an open invite to everyone that feels that they can add something to the conversation. If you have questions about the podcast or about my book, you can always reach me on LinkedIn or through email. So a new podcast and hopefully a new way for all of you to learn about diversity and inclusion. I hope this first episode will already make you curious about the next ones. Don't forget to subscribe and get notified when new episodes are ready. Hope you've enjoyed this. Stay tuned. This was All Things Inclusive. Did you find this episode useful? Make sure to leave a review and let us know. If you want to learn more about diversity and inclusion, make sure to subscribe to Hennen's newsletter on henenshaluki.com. We hope you'll tune in next time on All Things Inclusive.